0: Hello and welcome to the Band as Wellness Coach Show. I'm your host Didier Hoffman and today I'm really super excited to be joined by Amy Lippman, a marketing strategist and founder of Marketing for Health Coaches, where she helps new health coaches consistently get clients and create thriving businesses. Our topic today is what's working right now to get health coaching clients. <laughs> Who of us doesn't want that? Amy, welcome to the Badass Wellness Coach Show.
1: Thanks for having me, Didi. I'm so glad to be here and to be talking about this.
0: Yeah, this is both of us. This is one of our favorite topics. So yeah, we're going to have fun today. But before we get to that, your favorite quote is one that really made me read it twice and then again. So I'm going to read it every time. You're given a choice between disappointing someone and disappointing yourself. Your duty is to disappoint that someone else Glenn like Glennon Doyle. Tell us a bit more about that.
1: Yeah, well, I'm a huge Glennon Doyle fan. If anyone out there has not read has not read Untamed, I highly, highly recommend it. Um, I also recommend her podcast, which is um, We Can Do Hard Things. But um, yeah, so you know what that quote really speaks to is being true to yourself and putting yourself first, not in a not in a selfish way or a you know a way where we're not caring for other people. But so often we are socialized in our culture. To be, you know, what some of us call the good girl or the nice, the nice person and to never say no, to always, you know, do what the other person or people want the way they want it. And this can apply to so many things It can apply to our personal lives, to our businesses, to cl- our work with clients or colleagues. Um, and it is just really important that we not lose ourselves that we are true to ourselves that we honor what our soul is really asking for and what we see happens when we do that is that we actually can give more generously and be of more service to others when we do that and it's sort of it, it's um seems like the opposite would be true, but it's really not. And I'll give you just like a, an example that could apply to our businesses. Let's say that you as a um, health coach, wellness pro are offering, you've been offering a program and you decide, you know what? This is no longer an alignment for me. This doesn't feel like a good fit for me anymore. It's not my passion. I'm really feeling like I want to do this other I want to work on another program, want to offer something a little bit different. And you might in your head think, well, I'm going to disappoint my my audience. I'm going to disappoint my clients. They they like this program or they want this. Maybe it's a membership, you know, I don't know if any of your folks have membership programs out there. It's a bit more of an advanced strategy, but you know, you might say I don't this running this membership program isn't something that I want to do anymore. And so we can hold that feeling of, I'm going to be disappointing some people if I stop doing this, but what you end up creating that when you're creating something that's in alignment with what you truly feel drawn to and want to do, you are going to put so much more juice, into it and it is going to serve people so much more um, than if you were to just continue on doing that membership program, just using that as an example, if you were to just continue on offering a program that your heart really wasn't in it and you didn't really want to do it anymore.
0: So, and I really like your angle on that. Let's with gears. You and I both love working with newer coaches. Yes, so tell me where does your passion come from helping newer coaches?
1: Well, I myself was a newer coach. We all we all go through that phase, right? It's like we're all new at some point um it's like i tell my my clients you know when they feel shame around not having a list of subscribers or having a really small list or having a really small following on social media it's like we all start in that place it it is i mean there are no exceptions everyone starts with zero people on their list and zero followers, and then grow from there. But I was a health coach myself for five years. Um, And, and so until before transitioning into helping health coaches with their businesses, which I have now been doing for 11 years, so I've been in the industry for 16 years. And I remember what it felt like as a new coach, and to be really i was so busy Didi. i i was if i was making money based on how hard i was working i would have been rich and i wasn't because i didn't know what i was doing at first and i was i was like well i'm gonna do all the things and if i do all the things then i'm gonna be a success i wanted to be that straight a student and I I was like determined to make my business a go to make it work, to not have to go back to a nine to five job. And you know it wasn't until I got support um, from mentors that I was able to really hone in what I was doing, be more effective, be more efficient, and um, and then be able to actually have more of the lifestyle that I want to have, which doesn't mean I'm sitting on a beach, not working, but it means that I've got ease and I've got freedom and I am enjoying what I'm doing. Um, whereas when I was first starting out, yes, I was excited. There was a lot of enthusiasm, but I was also getting burnt out. I was working really hard. Became sort of my own worst boss. And that's not why we got into this work. I mean, we got into this work, most of us, for two reasons. One, because we're passionate about it and we want to help people. And the other is because we want that feeling internally, that easy breezy energy, you know, like to be able to go through our day kind of feeling easy breezy. And there's actually no better gift than that, in my opinion, things, but there's an ease to it. And then you also have flexibility to, um, to travel and to, you know, Maybe pick up your kids from school and spend time with them or take a day off, afternoon off, have lunch with a friend, go to a yoga class, whatever, you know, to have that, that flexibility.
0: Yeah, I love the fact that you mentioned that you worked with mentors. Uh, and I think that's another thing we have in common is that I think I've only had one coach in my whole life. Um but I've had literally tens, if not more, mentors. Uh, the coaching the coaching thing that didn't work for me, and that's why today I'm not coaching people. Uh, I, I rather mentor. It just works a lot better for me. Let's get to today's topic. I know you have a simple formula for getting clients consistently. Can you please share that with us, Amy?
1: yeah absolutely so i'll just let everyone know we're going to do some really complicated math so you know you might want your calculators for this (laughs) i'm just kidding (laughs) i'm not a big math person but i do love numbers which has been really interesting and i think numbers are important so it's a really a simple equation um And I think it will really we're starting the conversation here because this is really going to frame up and I think shift, hopefully, if you're listening, maybe shift your perspective on how you think about getting clients. So I want you to think about going out each week and I say going out, it doesn't have to mean leaving your house can mean can mean leaving your house and we'll talk about some of these options i think later but think about doing one thing each week to get in front of new potential clients you go out and you do that one thing and from that one thing you book two free initial consultations now in my world and just to like clarify the language What is a free initial consultation? It's a session that you do with potential clients where you get to learn about them. They get to learn about you. You figure out if there's someone you want to work with. And if so, you invite them to work with you at the end of that session. And it is not a coaching session per se, except that you are really helping them tap into what they are struggling with and how it's impacting them. And you're tapping into what they desire and what kind of impact that will make to their lives. And then you're helping them make the best decision for themselves. We can have a whole separate conversation about how to lead those sessions, but that's what that session is because people don't buy private coaching from your website they might find out about you from going and stumbling on your website or finding your website on social media or a referral or something but they're going to need to talk to you and frankly you're going to want to talk to them before you sign them up so you do this one thing a week from that you get two people on into a free initial con and let's say from those two consultations you sign on one of those people to be a client that's a 50% we call closing rate, meaning half of the people you speak to actually sign up to work with you. Now, many of our clients, when they follow the process I teach, they're they're signing on 70 to 80%. So we're keeping the numbers really, you know, and you might do something and you book five initial consultations from it. We're just keeping the numbers really conservative here so you can see what is doable. So, In that one week, it might not all happen in seven days, but you're signing up one new client. If you were to do that every week, get in front of new people, new ideal clients, or just ideal clients, they don't all have to be new to you. And you sign up to you get two initial consultations booked, then you sign up one of them. That's four clients a month. And you can see, depending on what you're charging, if you're charging. I'm in the U.S., so you know, a thousand U.S. dollars. Let's say for your private coaching program, that's four thousand dollars a month that you're making by by following this. And if you're charging fifteen hundred dollars U.S. dollars, that would be about six thousand dollars a month. Yeah, so that's the simple formula.
0: (laughs) The simplicity of it, it is just absolutely awesome. Um, And it's really a formula. Put in your own figures and you can work out your own math for yourself. Uh, And from the people that I work with, the students that I teach, exactly the same. Uh, You know, in terms of conversion rates, uh, I think you're spot on on everything there. How can coaches get in front of their ideal clients, Amy? What's working right now?
1: Yeah, so this is like the juicy stuff, right? Yeah. And I think that there's a lot of, there's, there's so many strategies being taught out there in the world that it can feel really overwhelming. Um, So many of the strategies are really complicated. So many of the strategies that are being taught are expensive or Mm -hmm. require a lot of fancy technology that's overwhelming to learn and to use or to pay someone for. And then frankly i want to say that a lot of the strategies that some of the listeners may be hearing about are strategies that are that work well for people who are further along in their businesses they work well there are certain strategies that work better once you have a large list or once you have a big social media following or both and so one of the best things <laughs> that we can do as new coaches is to really tune into what strat right now and i'll say i've been in business for 16 years and i still have to pay attention to that because i can get drawn in we call it like eye candy you no know, the what feels like the magic bullet you see a facebook ad or you hear someone on a webinar talking about a strategy they use to You know, make six figures or make a million dollars or, or what have you. And it's very tempting to get drawn in to that. And yet we have to ask ourselves, what, where were they at in their business when they were doing this? What were they doing? And so, um, so I have the pleasure and honor of working with hundreds of new coaches every year. And so I get to see, what works and what doesn't work, what's changed, what hasn't changed. And it's interesting because although things have changed somewhat, um, it's, it's actually in little ways. So a lot of the strategies that were working several years ago are still the same strategies that are working now. So one of my favorites, probably should say it is my favorite strategy, is giving talks. And giving talks can be online talks, or they can be in-person local talks. I love a local talk, honestly, particularly for those in the wellness field. Um, when you are in person, what you will find is that it it is much faster and easier to create connection with your audience. You're in a live space with them. There, You can't replicate that online we can get we can get close but we can't get quite there people are much more engaged when they're in person i mean just we think about ourselves and maybe think about what are you doing while you're listening to this podcast you know you're probably multitasking um and we find often a better show up rate when we're doing something live in person but online is also a great option um because it allows us to reach people anywhere in the world it also you know is more convenient for some people where they can hop onto an online talk while their kids are in bed or while they're taking a lunch break at work um and and so i recommend experimenting with both and doing both and and seeing what works but what giving talks does is it gives you that audience so in the beginning right we talked about this formula and about getting in front of your clients well when you give a talk you are literally getting in front of a group of people and they're qualified right these are people who are showing up because they're interested in your topic and when you give a talk you're able to build what we call the know like and trust factor people could see us they could feel our energy they can get a sense of our personality and then because we're providing value we're they're coming to see us as someone who can help them um and of course we have the opportunity to make an invitation during our talks for a next step so i don't recommend just going out and giving lots of informational talks i recommend using a structure Um, that, that works well to get people interested in actually working with you. Um, and so you want to be making one invitation during your talks, whether that is for, let's say a group program, like a cleanse or whether that's for that free initial consultation. And that is the main way that I got clients when I was a health coach and to this day i still use speaking i mean getting on podcasts is a form of speaking as well so i'm being an example of that right now um i find as a newer coach you might not feel ready to get on podcasts um but it will come with time i'm not dissuading you from going out there and doing it but um you know Speaking is one of those things where it works phenomenally well for new coaches, but it is also a strategy that you will see every successful coach, yep. even those who have been in business for 10, 15, 20 years, they are using it. And it's because it works so well.
0: Great advice. I absolutely love it. Uh, and I just want to quickly highlight two things there. The first is the, the live events, let's call them that, you know, speaking to a group of people. Uh, the, the energy in, in those groups uh, is just something that you can't replicate online. Uh, try might as good as you, as you, as you will. Um, and then the next thing is the opportunity for people to speak with you after the talk. So when I used to do a lot of workshops and offline talks, I also provision time to make sure that people could actually, and I invited them to come and chat with me afterwards, uh, because there you can quickly answer objections. You can quickly answer a few questions um, and establish your your credibility and your expertise from there. So yeah, I absolutely 100% agree with that. And I love the fact that you said that you know podcast as as a medium is also a very good one for coaches to use because it is and it really works <laughs> that's why i started this podcast and that's why i have people like you on here so, uh,
1: absolutely and uh, live streaming too live streaming would be yeah. another example yeah. of of giving talks and one thing i want to just say because one of the one of the things that as a listener, you might be thinking, well, I don't have experience giving talks. I'm not a good public speaker. I'm going to be nervous. And I want to say that it is a strategy that is very forgiving It is a strategy that works. Even if you have zero experience as a speaker, even if you are nervous, I have zero experience as a speaker and i got clients from every talk i gave i also was very nervous even years in every talk nervous but once you get going and you're focused on your audience you'll find that those nerves do start to drift because you're not so focused on yourself and how you're feeling but you're focused on what you're talking about so if you're like i don't if it's for me i just want you to know like it is <laughs> and i haven't met a coach that it hasn't worked for
0: i totally agree with you 100 percent the advantage of the offline events is is that usually you will have an event organizer that gets the people there doing it online yes. doing it online is slightly different if you do it on your own so amy what about someone who doesn't have a list doesn't have a social media following, and let's say they want to go live on Facebook, how do they get people to show up?
1: Yeah. So if I may, I'd love to just kind of address, I'll address that in terms of live streams, but I also want to address it in terms of giving talks. So you're exactly right. When And I have a process to teach about how to book talks, how to fill the room, all of that. But what I wanna say is that when you are booking talks, you're lining up talks, your goal is to find places that are gonna bring the people to the talk. And with an online talk, you want to do the same. So Unless you have a large list, if you're going to do an online talk, you wanna approach it in the same way as a local talk. You're not asking someone to physically host you but you do want to have hosts for those online talks. So you could do a talk with the local yoga studio online where they're hosting you and they're promoting it via emails to their people and social media posts and maybe flyers in the studio, even if it is online. You might also decide you're gonna get three businesses or groups to promote an online talk of yours and but you're giving one talk for all of those people so there's a lot of ways to do it but absolutely you don't want to filling that room whether it's a virtual room to other groups businesses colleagues to be doing that for you And and you can you can absolutely do that. So when we talk about live streaming. There's a really, really fun and amazing strategy that you can use to build your list and build your following and get clients, even if you're just starting, even if you have yourself have no following. And that is by doing what I call co-hosted live streams so what a co-hosted live stream is where you are doing a live stream with someone else so let's say you know a acupuncturist you might reach out to that and even if you don't know these people right you can make a list of who are the types of businesses or groups or practitioners who reach my ideal clients And then start to reach out to those people and say, hey, I'd love to do a live stream with you, you are inviting them to do something with you. Um, We call this our audience building formula inside one of my programs we teach um, a whole process and give templates for how to do it, but essentially you're reaching out to people, you are inviting them to you to a live stream with you. You are both promoting it to your lists and to your audiences. And then you, during that live stream, are going to have a conversation, much like Didi and I are having here, and you will let people know how they can follow you, how they can stay in touch with you. You're going to offer a free gift, ideally, um, that they can sign up for, or you can invite them to sign up for a consultation with you. You can make it really casual. Just say, hey, DM me or, or email me if you want to connect. And if you were to, you know, go out and do two live streams a month like this, you would very quickly build your list and build your audience and have clients coming in. And it's fun. It's fun to do things with other yeah, people. Yeah.
0: I think that's the badass way of doing it. <laughs> that's or, right. or really, Amy, you know, one of the drawbacks of this online business model is that and as solo entrepreneurs or solo practitioners, it's lonely. You know, there's yes. so much stuff that you're doing on your own. The only other sort of interaction you have with other people is the interaction you have with your students or your clients yes but there's no peer-to-peer interaction and it's it's so super cool to be sitting here today chatting with somebody like you on the other side of the world we've got the same interests, we're serving the same clients but we're collaborating um and from there you know you build relationships and you build clients yeah. so it's just it's the best way of doing this
1: yes and two things i want to say about these co-hosted live streams one is a great way to get your feet wet this is just a, a hot tip um, is to do your first one with some with someone you know well it could be like another health coach or wellness coach friend of yours or um you know maybe a practitioner that you are you go you're in a group with or you go to you see them and you're friendly with them they it doesn't have to be your ideal partner but just to get your feet wet a lot of times in on our pro one of our programs people our clients will pair up even though it's two health coaches they'll pair up and they'll do the first one together so they can get a feel for it and get comfortable so the next time they're more at ease and they know what they're doing with the technology and everything um and then there was another piece i was going to share and i'm trying to remember what it was um I'll, I'll if i think of it we'll we'll circle back to it but yeah. it escaped my brain now
0: <laughs> yeah, i just want to circle back to something i wanted to say a little bit earlier you were talking about being nervous and having nerves and the great thing there and the big thing there for everybody to remember is that's perfectly normal actually when you're not feeling nervous when starting out then you have a problem because it means you are either a little bit arrogant or it's just you know the nerves is a, is a good sign it's a good sign and what, what another thing that the nerves do is it actually keeps you on your toes Um, We all know that adrenaline rush and yeah, it's a good thing to have. Another question I have for you is, uh, we all know, especially the newer coaches, we know that marketing is an essential must-do activity. But as newer coaches, we often feel like it's a dirty word. It's something that we don't want to do. And then because of that, we start avoiding that. Is there a way that we can overcome this?
1: Yes, absolutely. So, I think this is really important to talk about because we don't have a business if we don't have clients coming in, right? Like it's a it's then it's a hobby. We need money coming in in order for it to be a business, and in order of money coming in, we need clients coming in. And so, but as wellness pros, we tend to be we just We want to be of service and that can often lead us to feeling really uncomfortable about marketing because we just want to help people. And we didn't get into this work to sell or to learn lots of marketing strategies or to be promoting. And so what I find really helpful is to really flip how we think about marketing And, you know, I use that word, my business is marketing for health coaches. But, you know, you don't even have to think of it as marketing, but thinking about the actions you're taking as being of service and using your voice in a way that you want to and sharing your passion and sharing your knowledge. So going out and giving a talk. I mean, if we just think about that. Having the opportunity to share information about something you love to talk about and help people with. It's just that it's for free, right? And that is an act of service, and you are helping people. And so, and you're getting to do your passion. So, I think sometimes we think about um, like helping people and being of service only in the realm of the the relationship with the paying client and the paying client is super important but if we can extend that to our audience and our potential clients right even doing a live stream or putting a post up on social media these are all things that we can actually tap into our creativity and our passion. What are things that we love to talk about, right? When Dee Dee and I were, um, had our little pre chat before this podcast, you know, I was like, well, what do I want to, Dee Dee, you were so great. What do you want to talk about, Amy, right? And of course, I want to be of service and I want to blend that with like, what do I love talking about? And then showing up is really fun and joyful for me. I get to do what I love to do, whether I'm, doing it on a live stream or on a podcast or in a live talk or on a post on social media or a coaching call with a client. It's it's just different. We're getting into different levels of support or depth, you know, depth of information, depending on what what mode it is. Um, And so I think that we can kind of really retrain our our brain and our our heart (laughs) on how do we feel when we're we're taking these steps to get in front of the right people and share what we wanna share.
0: Oh, and just be of service. I love let you say that because that's actually what we do.
1: Uh, and if I could just add one more thing about being of service, and I'm sure you talk about this too, Didi, but really we the way we can be of most service is when people choose to work with us in a coaching relationship because we know that in in 99 of the time free information is not going to greatly impact people it's when they're working with us through a program or through private coaching for a period of time that's when the real transformation takes place so we're actually being of service when we are doing things that motivate people to want to work with us, to want to take that next step and schedule an initial consultation with us. So we can look at that as, instead of looking at that as being salesy, which none of us wants, we can actually look at it as being of service.
0: Amy, let's pretend that I'm a brand new coach. If I was to hire you today, what is the dream outcome you are going to help me achieve?
1: Oh, well, my favorite thing would be to help you to, first of all, if you didn't know what you wanted to specialize in, if you didn't know what types of clients you wanted to work with, what you wanted to help them with, it would help you really tap into what you're passionate about. What do you love to help people with and then i'd help you consistently get clients to have a a structure of of doing having ways to get in front of those types of people regularly and um and then sign on clients so that you know and you have ways you know every month Uh, you are bringing in the clients and you're bringing in the revenue and you're paying yourself and um and while you're doing work that you love and doing it in a way where you're not burnt out where you have also the kind of lifestyle that you want to have
0: and what is the logistics of working with you amy
1: so we have a few different programs um, which you can check out if you go to marketingforhealthcoaches.com. We have a few different offerings. You can go to work with us. Um, so another way to get started is we have a free 30-day action plan. It's called Five Clients in 30 Days, and you can download this for free by going to health. CoachActionPlan.com, HealthCoachActionPlan.com, and it is a plan that truly, if you follow it, the title says it all. If you if you follow it, you will get five clients at the end of 30 days. Um, I've tested it; it works. And I put it together because so many coaches were saying to me, "Amy, can you just break it down? Tell me what to do every day." So I thought, well, let me do this. It's something I'm really good at, um, like that project management skill. And so when you get the action plan, you're gonna see it'll have day one and very specific steps to take. Day two, very specific steps to take. And, and it builds upon an, one another. So it's not, it's not um, like you're throwing spaghetti at the wall left and right each day, you're building on a plan um that culminates at the end of the 30 days and it's really doable whether you are i created it so that it was like bite-sized chunks some days a little bit more work than other days but whether you're working a full-time job and doing this on the side to get your business off the ground or you're doing health coaching full-time or part-time you can follow this plan and make it work for you. And if you enjoyed the hearing about some of the strategies, we just touched on some strategies today, but if those seemed of interest to you, but you're like, I just, I don't know how to go about it, then this action plan will really help you. And then I also have a Facebook group, the Health Coach Collective. So you can join me there in that group. And always people can reach out to me at at marketingforhealthcoaches.com. I try to be very accessible. um, And I would love to hear from your listeners and see you inside my group.
0: Amy, thank you for sharing that. Any final words of advice for us?
1: Oh, gosh. Um, I want to say that if... If it feels harder, more challenging, maybe than you thought it would be to get your business off the ground. I want to say that is normal. And it's the thing that nobody tells us. Right. And I, we love the nutrition schools and the health coaching schools, but they can make it sound like it's just super easy. You go through their program, you graduate and you're going to have clients coming in naturally. And it does take energy and time and commitment. And what I really encourage is to come from a place of desire. So really tap into what's the desire of what you want to create for yourself and for other people. And then each day, and you can use the action plan to do this, really tap into that desire as you're taking, taking those steps to move forward. And to also just try not to be, as we talked about earlier, try to have some tunnel vision and not get drawn in by all the fancy marketing madness that is out there. It is going to sabotage you it's going to cause you to be burnt out you're not going to get the results you want you can keep it simple and you can get amazing results with ease that's what we all want
0: amy thank you so much for sharing your knowledge and your wisdom with us we wish you only the very very best and may your business grow and prosper beyond your wildest dreams
1: Thank you so much, Didi. And thank you so much for having me.
0: It was awesome having you. There you have it, my dear wellness friends. Another badass episode packed with ideas, hot tips, and inspiration to help you on your quest to also become a rainmaker in your field. Get Amy's action plan and connect with her on social media. I'll post all the links on today's show notes page. Simply hop on over to badasspreneurs.com forward slash podcast and thank you so much for listening to the badass wellness coach show today please make sure to subscribe and rate us everywhere you listen to podcasts it's super easy and it really helps me a ton be blessed my dear wellness friends the world really needs our healthy vibes let's go and share it with anyone showing just a tiny spot of interest please stay safe i'm looking forward to seeing you all again in the next episode